Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, what is the thing that you see or hear kids doing that you used to do when you were young? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And, you know, everything old is new again when it comes to the children these days. These kids, hello, fellow children. Uh, that like I have been realizing as I'm talking about the things that my kids are doing or saying that they think they've discovered something completely new. And I'm like, no, guys, we already did that and we did it better. No, we just did it first. Yeah. Six, five, one. didn't actually do it first. That's probably true. Yeah. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What's the thing you see kids see or hear kids doing that you used to do when you were young. I know we talked about this a little bit like a few weeks ago when I took my daughter school shopping. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you just raided my 1990s closet. Yeah. Because it's like head to toe. I will say this. We would have called it grunge. They call it emo. Oh, interesting. I know. So there's the same aesthetic, but maybe they've given it a different name. Other- I was just... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I just always wonder where, like, those kid, like, where kid trends start. Because, right? like, what kid goes, I think this is emo. And right? then it just stuck. Like, what do you kids know about emo? You don't know nothing. So then you wonder, is, like, are there an adult, like, hey, kids, that's emo. And then you're like, that's a creepy person. <laughs> Which is interesting because emo mm-hmm. it meant is, something completely yeah, different. Is it, is it very distinct? It was like this little furry puppet. Hey, guys, I'm emo. You're the worst. <laughs> Yeah, emo listens to dashboard confessions. Actually, yeah. no, emo Phillips. <laughs> That's true. There was yeah. emo Phillips. What was Still his voice? Is. He had he had a very specific he had a voice. voice. He was on our show. Was he? We had emo Phillips on our show. Colleen yeah, that's Lindstrom. true, Colleen. Yeah, yeah. That how happened. do you not remember that? I I I remember having him around. Didn't he talk I just with or something? It was something. <laughs> he was kind of exaggerated. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now I remember having him on. But you're right, Holly. It was like dashboard. We called them dashboard crap fashional at our house. But Ooh, yeah, dashboard confessional was like the birth of the emo movement. It was skinny jeans, studded belt, chain wallets, yep. and scene bangs. Very different from grunge. But these days, the grunge well, emo look was is after back. Grunge, right? Right. Yeah. Emo. It went grunge then emo. Yeah. But now it's also grunge. <sighs> it's grunge, but they call it emo. It's very confusing. <laughs> Other things that the, these kids are doing these days that we used to do when we were little, Joe Mama jokes are huge. Huge. Do they say Joe Mama? Joe Mama. Oh, I thought it was Yo Mama. So that's changed. Oh, okay. So it's Joe now. Okay. Oh. Uh, so because Yo that's actually a joke Joe. From, from the Golden Girls where he says, uh, one of the guys go- goes, what's his name? Joe. Joe. Joe Mama. There it is. So yeah. it's from the Golden Girls. Yeah. 
And now the kids are. So the doing kids are it. watching Golden Girls. Apparently, and they doing are. Joe Mama jokes. Uh, the other one uh, that I've I've noticed is that they say they'll say my bad, which I used to always say as well. And okay, I'm in charge of a lot of teens right now because oh, I know I'm sorry because I am working. We're working uh, on fall baseball, and I coordinate the umps, and the umps are typically teenage boys. Yeah. And so I text with them a lot, which is creepy and weird. But I made a mis- no, one of them made a mistake and texted back, my bad. And then the very next text was, that means I made a mistake. Oh, that's hilarious. And I You're wrote like, back, child. I was like, excuse me, fellow kid. I actually invented, invented that. my bad. Yeah. I was like, luckily I speak teen. Thank you for the translation, though. The other thing that they say a lot now, I this missed me, but my husband did this when he was a teen. Did you ever say bet for yes or great or like, yeah, all right. No, I've okay, never so heard that. Neither had I. And, and and that's short for I bet. So if like, for example, my son comes home, my 14 year old, and I'm like, I just got wheat thins and he loves wheat thins. I'll be like, oh, I just got wheat thins in the kitchen. He'll go, I bet. Like, yes, he's excited. That Weird. means like, awesome. Yeah. I know. That's so strange. I've They're doing it. That. Apparently nobody wants to talk about what they uh, see or hear their kids doing these days that they used to do when they were little. But it's funny, too, because they don't think we know. Oh, yeah. They're no, talking it's like about. children think that, or not children, but like it's 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 because I remember this. But I also think it's hilarious because I've heard adults talk about this who have children. Like, mm-hmm. And actually, I was listening to an interview with Prue Leaf, who we just talked about because of Great British Baking Show. She's in her 80s. She wrote, uh, when she started writing novels, she made some very, like, you know, intimate, like, kind of sexy parts of her novels, like romance. And um, she let her children read it, who were in their 20s. And she was like, yeah, they think they invented sex. Yes. Like, they didn't understand that I knew all of those things. And it's like... You, you guys, like we we did that before you, right? They no, we're we're intimately we, aware of. We did that in order to thinking. get you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is really funny, and it is it is like the secret of parenting. Honestly, is knowing that they think you don't know. Yeah. What you know? Well, yeah, and you just smile like, oh, interesting. Like you're like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and I always do have to remind myself you know, of who I was and what I was doing and what kinds of things I was well, interested in you always, at their age. You always thought you were smarter than your parents. Like, oh, we can't, you know, like we have to speak in code. And it's right. like, yeah, okay, that's going to, yeah, you're smarter than your parents right. who've been on earth longer than you. Right. Tell me more about that. I will say, though, you got to be real careful as a parent, too, because there are some things that we are kind of dumb about. Like, well, yeah, you should tell that story. <laughs> How do I tell it? Uh, there is a, uh, I will just invite no, just, people to, well, I think we talked about it last week. Uh, oh, Glizzy. We talked about, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking about Candace. No, which is not another Candace. Story. I was thinking about the Lizzie Glizzy. Glizzy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that my son, like they were, they all talk about Glizzy's and I thought I asked him what it was because I was like, you're seeing this word in front of me. Tell me what it means. Right, which is a th- which is I've said that all along. Right, when they're singing along with a song and they're saying something, yeah. I'm like, do you know what that means? Because I want them to do the work. Like, yeah. what does that word mean that you're singing? Yeah. For example, when uh, Gangnam Style came out, my son would sing it all the time, and he was like six or seven. And I said, do you know what you're singing about? And he goes, it's about a lot of ladies. 
And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, hey, 60 ladies. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, so I will check with them. Do you know what you're saying? So he, my son kept on talking about a glizzy. And I said, what are you ta- What is that? And he said, it's a hot dog. So then I t- took him at his word. So I'm like feeding yeah, him was- hot dogs and calling them glizzies. And then I learn later. Turns out it's shaped like a hot it's dog. It's a different kind of wiener. Yeah. The original, the OG, the OG, the old, old glizzy. I just, that's a, I want to know where the, the etymology of that word. But apparently, it does also mean hot dog. Like apparently, that it can. Ha- I don't know. I've been told. I don't have time. Again, I don't know that it's you should really trust up. them no. from what you've been told. Because no, that's on the They're Google. laughing the whole way. Oh, trust. Like, uh, Kyle, or, you know, um, Keller's mom says. Glizzies or hot dogs. <laughs> it says here. Okay. No, I'm not even. Also, I can't don't even. trust UrbanDictionary.com. No. But <laughs> but then I see here. Oh, my gosh. No. Then there's this whole article on In the Know cooking that says a glizzy is a hot dog. There's a whole article about it. Um, well, I mean, we do call it a wiener. I know. I, you guys. <laughs> there's it's, a it's trend hard called. hard to be a person now. There's. Okay, no, I'm not reading any of this. I'm afraid. Oh, are you reading the song? Where did the glizzy meme start and all the best ones? And it just says some stuff that I'm not going to share with you. Do do the work on your own, kids. Yeah, there's somebody who goes by the name, an artist that goes by the name Shy Glizzy. All right, we're ignorant. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've asked our boss... Be Arthur to join us. Oh yeah, to speculate clean. about Project Down and Dirty. I texted her to remind her that Did we invited forget? her. I don't know. Oh, okay. She'll either be here or she won't when we come back. But either way, we're going to talk about today's clue about Project Down and we Dirty. We got clues. We will talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, thank you for for emerging from your cage, uh, B. Arthur. She lives in a cage. I. Can- I meant to say cave, actually. Yeah, I was like, coffin, <laughs> cave, now oh cage. God, I, wow, my life's gone downhill since sorry. last we well, chatted. you know, it happens. Wow. Yeah. Uh, welcome to 2021. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley she Show. She gets no respect. On my talk no 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, Holly Roberts and our boss, Amy Daniels. That is the uh, party present and accounted for. Because we have some speculation. We have some questions uh, regarding Project Down and Dirty. Okay. So we've been given two clues thus and far. Uh, the first clue was Sassafras. I don't outdoors. remember. Outdoors. I mean, because these Sassafras. clues are always so crap. ludicrously Sorry, vague <laughs> and broad. What did you say? I said crap. Crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being clear with your words. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I was trying to be kind because she is our boss and can fire us at will. Um, we are at will employees, Always good right? to remember. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Thanks for reminding anyway, me, Bradley. So, outdoor, and then I think today's crap clue was... Scoop. Yeah. Today's crap clue. <laughs> Scoop. Today's crap clue. What say clues. you of the, the scoopage? So, what do you... What do you, what do you okay, so here's... I, I have some issues. Because you um, think the morning show asks dumb questions. I think they... I, they, they I get listen, distracted. They do, and yeah. they're not asking... If we're going to... They're if not we're focused gonna, on real answers. Yeah. 
So, for example, you know, they, they, what they do is, like, they get one question and then they ask, is it this thing? No, that's not how you no. play the game. you got to start broad. Yes. Narrow your focus. Yeah. Right? So, for example, if we were each to get one question, I'll go first, guys, because okay. I've been cooking mine okay. up for a minute, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, are there special outfits involved or uniforms for this activity? Mm, I, I don't think so. Okay. You don't seem clear on that. Yeah, again. Lovely. Delightfully specific in her answers. Yeah. Yeah. So she's super helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly? Um, I, do, are we going to get actually dirty? Ooh, good question. Actually mm. Like dirty. actually dirty. Is there actual dirt Yes or no? Do not <laughs> say maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh. <laughs> You're the worst. So- Okay, maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay. It depends. It depends. So how good we are at it. It depends on how you do it. It depends. Well, I want to focus on, I'm going to get incredibly specific, oh, I can't too, wait. and it won't probably amount to anything, so I don't know why we're even doing any of this. But, wow! No, I'm kidding. Um, scoop. Are we scooping something? Maybe. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. Ah! Go home, you're trash. Oh, this is <laughs> You are okay, fired. Let's try, a different, let's try a different angle. Let's go okay. at this. Well, we'll here's a better question. Be will you answer any <laughs> of our questions? No. Because I will say on Twitter, our good friend and listener, Panda, said, would B. Arthur even tell you if you guessed correctly? No. Of course not. Yeah, of course not. So let's go. Let's let's attack this from a different angle. Mm, okay, I'd like to see where you're going to take. Well, us. because sometimes we have these conversations, and okay. and I don't know if you've had this conversation yet publicly. Um, usually you'll be like, oh, this person will like it, oh, and this yes. person will hate yep. it. So okay. where are we with that? Okay, here we here's now. There was a time where Brooke and I disagreed, our marketing director, mm-hmm. a little bit on this, but I think we've sort of aligned. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Lori and Julia, I'm pretty certain will. Absolutely hate this. Okay. Oh, like okay. really not like so it. So now okay. I will say okay. just to be clear that that's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. But no, are you saying the degree is is specific to this year? Um, I yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I think so they'll like me, it less, more less, less more than okay. they have. Let me add this question to that: okay. Is it because they won't be able to come up with a specific wardrobe for it? Yeah. Well, or make the yeah, rest well, of us wear a specific yeah. wardrobe. Or like costume, yeah, right? Remember yeah. that? What was the year that they showed up with a rack of clothing? Oh, oh. Amy, comedy. that was comedy the, because they them? thought that it was going to be a game show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Lori, no matter how many Lori times had we planned told outfits for all of us. Yeah. I, she had like, didn't, am I imagining this? Or no. was it a wheeled rack? Correct. Like you get at a hotel? Yeah. With it, outfits hanging on it. I remember it was probably like day, I don't know, there was a, because it, it all runs together, but it was like well into the experience when... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. They had to like <laughs> shake Lori. Like, this is not a game show. Yes. We're why, doing comedy. why? Okay, can I just ask a question? That I feel like you're taking ask? us off to task. Sure, sure, sure. I am, fine, fine. I am but can I ask a, a question? Why would Project Down and Dirty Comedy, which you yeah. knew was happening and you okay. saw the logo for for a month and a half, be a game show? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna bring you into their brain because okay. for some reason I actually understood the nonsense that they were subscribing to. Um, They were thinking it was going to be like the Drew Carey show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? So in their mind, comedy included a host, and it was gamified. So it was like, yes. And And there were going to be outfits, and I remember an adult diaper being involved. It it was, they, you know, (laughs) this is, and I just will expose this further. This is Lori's way of trying to control something she can't control. I do want to narrow this a little bit so Lori and Julie are gonna hate it yep. oh yeah what about somebody who also you never know what reaction you're gonna get or he has had different reactions Jason what's he gonna think of this I experience? think he will not like it okay, okay. what about do you know what that we says care about to me most? is anybody what about gonna us? love it um I think you three clean Brad Holly I think you will like it, but not love it. I don't that think she you'll just... love it, but I think you'll like it. Okay. I do think that it's interesting if Jason no, you'll like. no, isn't going to like it, oh. and Lori and Julia aren't going to like it, it makes me think that it's not a performance-based experience. Right. Because Jason, you know... Like Jason that's hates his... all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as compared to like... I mean, I just remember the back channel text that I had with Jason. Yeah. You have a whole different view of yeah. things than we do. Okay. Comedy, right. rock star, mm-hmm. it was all, all a nightmare. Right. No, thanks. Um, and I think that, I think you two will love it. I actually think it, it really depends on what side of the, you know, the philosophical bed Jason wakes up on. Sure. He could love it. Yeah. He could. Yeah. Sure. What about our friend Grant? We got this from Panda. I think the only person who will like it is Grant because he seems to like everything. I think that is true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Grant is just a positive guy. He I think just he's is. Will just Kenny gonna... like it? Um, Kenny already doesn't Kenny like it. Doesn't That's like, off it the doesn't table. matter what it is. It doesn't yeah. matter. But it doesn't if Kenny, matter. if, 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 uh, oh, well, I'm just trying to get a sense of I mean, of Kenny's like, our grumpy, like, yeah. Like, but if guy it was that like, lives out in the middle of nowhere. If it was like, you know, um, Prepping for the apocalypse, he'd be all over. Yeah, it. he'd actually be helpful. Right. In there. You know, I can tell you, it's not that. Okay, okay. Uh, not doomsday prepper. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think Kenny would like it. And because we haven't talked about them yet, Donna and Steve. Donna won't like it, but again, we're getting general <laughs> here. But Donna yeah. frets about a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think she's liked any of them. Frankly, mm-hmm. if she was real honest. Yeah, if she was really being honest with us. And Steve, so we've learned nothing. We've learned yeah. zippity doo dah. Um, I feel well, like it, I I'm in Groundhog's Day. I think it was helpful when when Julia Googled Minnesota what to do outdoors yesterday. Oh, did she that come narrowed up with it down. <laughs> <laughs> in the first week of November, oh, now I okay. Well, I've got a theory. I've I've put down Shakespeare in the park. I know it's not that. But I do have a theory about some verbiage we're using. I can't tell you about it. We'll tell you about it tomorrow. But when we come back, yeah, I know. We've got some D-bags for you on My Talk 1071. One of them is our boss. 
Uh, celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Um, we do have a name for them, but before we get to that name and, uh, you know, talking about those celebrities behaving badly, I am going to just really quickly overthink the clues that we've been given for Project Down and Dirty. Okay. I just think it's interesting that we were given the clue outdoors instead of outside. I'm just okay. sitting with that. I'm wondering if there's something to that. I don't know what that means. Like, I don't get it. I don't either. Okay. I just think, you know, there's a, is there a difference between outdoors and mm-hmm. outside? Could be. And I think it's so. something to think about. Thinking of nature. Yeah. That's what that feels for me. But then the scoop thing threw me off. Whatever. Listen, by Thursday, we will know. We will know. We will know by Thursday. But for now, Let's get to those celebrities behaving badly. Those celebrities, we call them... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who is your bag of D? Thank you for asking. Um, my D-Bag today is everybody. Oh, um, not really everybody, but just well. anybody who finds this to attacked. be confusing. So... I saw this headline and I immediately was like, of course, Cameron Diaz explains why she's not attracted to her husband, Benji Madden's twin brother. Quote, they are not the same. And I thought, was that a question? But apparently it was. So Cameron Diaz was a guest on Anna, Anna Ferris's uh, podcast called Unqualified. Yeah. And so was another person who I'm not, I did not know who this person was. Um, but her name is Catherine Power. She's a fashion entrepreneur. Okay. Um, anyway, she was also a guest. And in the conversation, they started talking about how Cameron Diaz met her husband, Benji Madden. And she said she met him through her now sister-in-law, which is Nicole Ritchie. And then her brother-in-law, which is Joel Madden, the twin brother of Benji Madden. Yeah. She said, I met them first and then when they didn't set and, and then they didn't set us up, but we were in the same room because of them, and then we found each other. And I thought, how come I didn't see him before? Then her bit it's her business part partner is Catherine Power. Catherine Power said, which is funny because you saw his twin brother, which then caused her to have to explain that just because people are twins <laughs> doesn't mean same. you want to do both of them. Yeah. And despite what your fantasies from like Three's Company. Right. And I just thought, you know what? I hate living in a world where people have to explain that. That twins are two completely separate people. Yeah. Who may look vaguely alike or even very much alike, but they're different people. Well, yeah, even identical twins have different personalities. Yes. They don't have this, they're not actually clones. Right? And even clones would have different personalities. Yes. That's all. That's like that's the deep angry. I just you. saw that and I got real eye rolly and I wanted to share it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. My tea bag is Jamie Spears. Oh, you can say that. This twice. is so obvious, right? This is not news. Mm-mm. But what's news is the story, which um, we didn't have time to get to, but I wanted to make sure we get to that, which is there is this legal back and forth going on right now with uh, the conservatorship versus Britney Spears, specifically the conservatorship of Britney's business interests which is her father jamie spears Mm -hmm. and jamie spears has specifically attacked the individual that britney's new lawyer matthew rosengart 
and Brittany have decided should be uh, in control of finances, a CPA by the name of John Zabel. Okay. Um, Jamie Spears has filed legal documents saying that this person, this John Zabel character, is wholly uh, unqualified to serve in this particular role and has, like, you know, called him a bunch of names. Um, well, that's delightful. But specifically, his attorney or her attorney, her new attorney, Matthew Rosengard, has come back and said, Nice try, Jamie. Also, you're a reported alcoholic and a gambler. Um, and so it's like pulling off the gloves in a way. Yeah. And I'm not one for calling people names, um, but I will say this is the first time that we've seen the attorney for Britney Spears actually advocate for Britney Spears to to the fullest extent that his powers would allow instead of say what his, what her previous attorney mm-hmm. allowed, which was to kind of like work hand in glove, even acting as though they weren't right. with the conservatorship. Her previous attorney basically was, was working on the inside for the conservatorship the whole time. So this particular attorney, Matthew Rosengard is saying, nice try, Jamie, you're a hot mess and we don't have time for you. And it's rich for you to call people names when you've got your own baggage. Yes. Story about it. And also, by the way, we're coming for you in the form of this un, uh, or I shouldn't say in the form of, but due to this unauthorized surveillance and those allegations which have been made public. And that's something we haven't followed up from the documentary either, which is by all accounts, it's not just Matthew Rosengart, but you know, the um, responsible authorities, I don't know who they would be the state of California, Mm -hmm. the FBI. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Somebody with legal powers um, will reportedly be looking into all of these shenanigans that were laid out in the reporting that the New York times did for what's it called? Uh, Keeping Britney Spears hostage. Uh, starts with a concealing. No, no it's a C. Con- confusing. Cur- cur- fluffing. Keeping Britney Spears. No, what's it controlling called? Like? Controlling. We got there. I just wanted to see if you could. It's such a hard word. To a lot of words. Okay. Yeah, controlling Britney Spears. Where, by the way, just to kind of put a finer point on it, uh, essentially, the conservatorship hired a security firm that was tasked with keeping her safe or at least by appearances, but this security firm for whom Brittany was the one and only client called Black Box uh, did not necessarily, according to the assistant of Idan, who was the owner of this Black Box security firm, um, was not just providing bodyguard security, but also was um, surveilling her uh, in illegal highly illegal ways, Mm -hmm. including but not limited to bugging her home and her bedroom Mm -hmm. and uh, getting mirror texts from her phone so they can monitor her communications, etc. I, um, yeah, I, I just think that the, the world is coming and by the world, I mean, the law is coming for Jamie Spears and a lot of other people. And if I were Jamie Spears, if I were Jamie Lynn Spears, Mm -hmm. if I were Jamie Montgomery, if I were mm-hmm. uh, Montgomery Ward, Montgomery Wards, <laughs> if I was no anybody who is in the midst, if I were Lou Taylor, if I were Lou Diamond Phillips, no, yep. what's that other lady's name? Jenna Grant Greenhill. Hold on, Jean, I'll find Jan, it. Robin, Robin Greenhill, Greenwell Hill face, Greta Van Susteren. Yes, her too. <laughs> Robin Greenhill, Greta Van Fleet. <laughs>
Fleet, brand um, Fleet Farm. I mean, anybody who can smell the conservatorship should be running for cover yeah. right now because everybody's implicated. Because and and also, <laughs> Sam Asgari, which is why I think you continue to see him, you know, showing up on the side of one Britney Spears. But see, that's the thing. So can we just here's a that ring? For Let's get second? married because I love you. Because honestly, I don't know. Now we've speculated that he might be uh, on the payroll. For the conservatorship, but then you would say, because I can hear you out there, but now they're engaged. Their love is real. Right. Because he's not as dumb as we think. Like, he's definitely trying to figure out where where to hedge his bets. Right. And right now, because Brittany, because she's the one that looks like she's got the upper hand in this well, moment. I mean, yeah. Also, if you think that somebody's going to go down in a blaze of, you know, legal uh, shenanigans mm-hmm. you don't want to be near that so you're going to try to fight really hard to be on the right side of that right. and the right side would be britney but that said that that doesn't mean that he wasn't on the payroll i don't know that he's like a mole at this point but remember the reason that people because people will say like oh but that's true love don't they really just love each other and i you know like they want to buy the romance and all that stuff sure and, you know, if you're under the age of 40, by all means. But, but I would say that's also possible in addition to the fact that um, that he might have been on the payroll at one point and then saw the writing on the wall. But remember also, in the documentaries we watched, all of the boyfriends were on the payroll. Yes. All of the boyfriends were being surveilled. All of the boyfriends were, like, so I just think, like, it... It's so obvious, so obvious that he would have been on the payroll from the beginning, even if he thought that it was totally legit. Yeah. You know, because they would have said, if you're going to date Britney, you can't do anything else. And so we're going to have to, you know, we're going to pay for you to live here. And like, I can just see a world in which he, you know, had a mm-hmm. a privileged paid position. Well, remember Jason Trawick, her ex-boyfriend, um, he actually was named as mm-hmm. part of the conservatorship. Like he actually had an active role in the conservatorship, not just in her management team, but as part of the conservatorship yeah. when they were dating. And then that had to be sort of reevaluated when they broke up. And who knows what happened first, That's right? I just think like if I were Brittany, I would be like, you know what, y'all? I'm going to take a break mm-hmm. from all y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call Fifi LaRue, or what's her name? Uh, Felicia Collada. Felicia Collada. Sounds like part of Pippi Longstocking's right. name. Felicia Collada. And uh, we're going to go to... Probably Hawaii. She would go to Hawaii, but I wouldn't even go to Hawaii. I'd be like, I need to go somewhere where I don't... Because, you know, she says, like, I don't trust anybody. And they play clips of her saying, mm-hmm. I think from that documentary that they were trying to put out. Mm-hmm. The one with the... Like from 2008 or something. When she was doing the circus tour. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I were her, I wouldn't trust anybody. Mm-mm. I probably wouldn't even trust Felicia Collat or Fifi LaRue. Fifi. You can call her Fifi. Fifi. I wouldn't trust Fifi. Fee. They call Fee. her Fee. I just wouldn't trust anyone. No. I'd be like, hey... Kalina Bradley. Yeah. Trust us, girl. Do you want to go on a Viking River Cruise down the Danube? Sounds good. And I'd say, yeah. Sure. So, Brittany. Take us on a cruise. Yeah. We'll set you straight, honey. Okay. No, but honestly, she, if I were, I'm with you that what she really needs to do is take a break and figure out who's in it to win it. 
because, uh, because nobody wouldn't is. you just look over your pillow and you know i would probably it'd be hard for me not to look across the pillow at sam asgari sleeping naked in my bed right like i get it right but wouldn't you at some point look and be like oh i don't know can i really trust you even if she totally could trust him well yeah how would you hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Not feel like you couldn't because if you can't trust your own father. Yes, and all you have to who do can you trust? All you have to do is watch like one episode of 2020 to know that somebody can flip on you on a dime. And they might be putting ground glass in your oatmeal. Yes. And you know, suddenly you're having stomach pains and then you realize as you lay there dying that you finally figured out that it was Sam Asgari and, and all too along. Late. It's too and late. And it's too late because you go to reach for your phone and your phone is unplugged or they cut the line to the phone. <laughs> Nobody ever told <laughs> suddenly, us we didn't have active imagination. Uh, suddenly it's an episode of Murder, She Wrote. It's so true. Oh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <clears throat> I would like to talk. Oh, that's a good thing. Yep. We've got a while. I'm going to tell you what I want to talk about. I would like to talk about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's unconventional relationship. And it's not going to be what you think. Oh, okay. Because I know everybody thinks we're going to talk about like how weird their relationship is. I don't care. They're adults. But there's one thing about the way that Will Smith talked about this unconventional open relationship that they have that I am going to take issue with. And we will talk about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. All right. Thank you, Holly. I have read the report of the report of Will Smith's profile in GQ magazine. And I have some opinions. Okay. What are your opinions on the Colleen and Bradley show? Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. Uh, So, you know, listen, I uh, commend uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith for now being open about their open relationship, right? Like, remember, it was a while ago that we started to hear the bubbling up of that uh, story of Jada Pinkett Smith and her affair with August Alsina, who's a friend of her own son's. And we were like, oh, weird. But also, we knew that they had sort of some different rules, but they never talked openly about it. Yeah. Well, now that now he's talking openly about it. Will Smith is talking about their, quote, unconventional marriage. And I'm taking issue with a very specific part of the conversation, because I do believe that in an adult relationship, when two people are actually talking upfront and honestly about what they want that relationship to work with to look like, they get to be the architect of that. And as long as the two of them are good with it, doesn't matter to me. Right. He does say some stuff that if you really wanted to read into it, you could. You know, he says things like Jada never believed in conventional marriage. Um, we had significant discuss- discussions about relational perfection. How do we interact? Uh, he said um, that neither of them want their marriage. For us, marriage can't be a prison, which I feel like you could read that and feel like there there was some judgment there on traditional marriage. But doesn't matter. I don't care about any of that. Because, again, this is their marriage. Here's where I start to take issue with it. 
Will talks about how he saw himself in uh, a relationship. He discussed a fantasy he had. Oh, God. Of having a harem of famous girlfriends. Oh. And he spoke about this idea with an intimacy coach named Michaela Bohm. Now we've learned who she is. Um, and the two of them worked together and they worked through kind of the entire scenario. But here's where I have an issue with it is that in GQ magazine, in this profile, he's explaining this fantasy he had of having a list of women included in his harem. <laughs> A list that included, quote, Halle Berry and Misty Copeland. And now I'm done with the conversation. Because now he's unwittingly inserted two people into this narrative where they are part of his, quote, harem. And now they're going to be associated with this story about Will Smith and his unconventional marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith, which is their choice. But now Missy Copeland and Halle Berry are inserted into this narrative. Yeah. And that's what I have issues with. Yeah. No, I think that's like, it's. Gr- I mean, you know, it's gross because those are people. Yes. High profile celebrities. Mm-hmm. And we don't need your details. And I'm not sure what providing those details served other than your own ego. Right. So he does. That's ex- a problem. I he- mean, that's problematic. I've got opinions about all of it. I mean, oh, I goats. No, Can't I say just it like, all. like, I, I mean, I, I, but now I'm like, I don't need to share all those opinions. Um, if you're going to write about it, mm-hmm. I get to have opinions mm-hmm. about it. The That's the issue that I have. I, I don't care in so far as it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. But like, of course, we've all got opinions about those things. That's not what I would choose. Right. And I think a lot of times... People who talk in an elevated way about their relationship just are not admitting the truth. And that's a judgment that I yeah, have. But what I, I mean, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, what I mean by that is because I want to be clear. Yeah. Is that when people use big words to describe something they believe is an enlightened interpretation of relationships, that feels like a judgment for those of us who choose not to live our lives right. that way, as if we have yet to evolve to that stage. And I just think it's a different way of doing things. And that's what I don't have a difference with because I am a person who lives my life in a way that is not traditional to most people. And so I understand that like difference is necessary and possible and in fact a good thing, right? But it's the judgment that your way is the right way Mm -hmm. and that um, people aren't accepting of your way because they have yet to evolve. And that I don't find for me to be a valuable way to move through the world because it set, it separates you apart from and makes you feel superior to. And it goes back to all that ego stuff that I think we should be working really hard to shed ourselves of that. He doesn't seem to be doing. It's like, Oh yeah, we, we are too big. Our personalities, our humanity is too big for the confines of a traditional that like, I just, I feel like that might just be you not wanting to have sex with one person for the rest of your life. Yeah. Which, okay. Mm -hmm. But like, just call that what it is. You can't, you know what I mean? Oh, I absolutely do. Because what I was, uh, you know, what I keep thinking as you're talking is we've seen, this has been our critique of Jada and Will since the beginning of their 
talking yeah. with their words yeah. is that there is this sort of air about them and the way that they talk to people that says they have somehow worked so hard on their relationship that they have evolved to understand love, marriage, and family in such an elevated way that we can't possibly understand because we morons are sleepwalking through life and treating our relationships like a prison, right? So yes, I am super there for that. And then on top of that, he shares this story about wanting a harem, which don't even get me started about what that's about like that's so obvious right yeah that he that he has this fantasy of being this like manly man with all these women but okay can i also just but i'm gonna stick up for for the harem Mm. i'm not but what i'm gonna say is like fantasies are meant to be not like um acted out yeah fantasies are not supposed to run through the, the filter of all your ethics and like sure like what's the word i can't think of the word but the the moral of the story is it's a fantasy yeah. it's not real it's not like he really wants to do that but like what that's the the point is that's for you right and your partner right and you know because if if you choose to share that with your partner that seems like a you know a thing that you'd probably only share with that person or if you needed to talk about it because you didn't feel right about it talk to it your therapist about it or something like that but but like I, I, I'm less bothered by that than like the fact that you think it's appropriate to share that out loud, and then to add people to add who are actual real people. human people. Yeah. That would be like me saying <laughs> I'm not even going to do it because then it just becomes a thing. But like, like I would name right, you know, like you would name your coworkers right, or you would name like right, and now and honestly, somebody that actually is going to read those or hear those words and think. Well, and here's where the biggest mistake is. He talks about working with this intimacy coach to work this, to play this tape all the way through. And then he realized it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. Well, if he has that skill to be able to play a tape all the way through, perhaps he might have tried, attempted that before he did this interview where he unwittingly brought Halle Berry and Misty Copeland into the conversation such that now... Play the tape all the way through. I guarantee you they are going to be asked about that in interviews. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they are unwilling participants in his harem narrative. (laughs) His harem narrative. Harem narrative. And it's it's unfair. It's gross. And it's disrespectful. And that is the definition of obnoxious ego. Thank you. I think we know how you feel now. Oof, it really, it set me (laughs) off. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was great back in the day, but totally sucks now? 651-641-1071. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071. Will Smith. (laughs) 